Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. This is weaning week running until the 11th, which is uh, tomorrow. And I want to focus on it for a few minutes with Alwyn Morin from Cognikids. Weaning, Alwyn, you know, when I, my, my kids were small, we didn't know the word weaning at all. It was just, when are they going to start on solids? It's, it's 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 supposed to be the most natural of transitions, but it can be difficult, can it? Oh, it can indeed, yeah. And actually, I love to call it kind of learning to eat rather than starting solids or weaning, um, because really that's exactly what they are doing. There, it's a skill that they have to learn, um, but it can be fraught with an awful lot of anxiety, particularly for first-time parents, because you know it is it is scary because it comes along with gagging, which a lot of people think is the same as choking, um, but it isn't. It's a natural kind of ability to be able to clear something from their uh, mouth or just the top of their uh, throat there that they don't really like or, you know, kind of they want it out. Um, So gagging is very, uh, I suppose, kind of um, like I was saying, natural. Um, But also then you've got the worry of the food allergies and potential allergens and then moving just from, well, first of all, how do we start it? Because there's an awful lot, there's a huge move to this baby led weaning um, and that can be very confusing. What's that? Yeah, so that, that can actually be very confusing because, you know, um, certainly, let's say in my day, I have a 15 and 17 year old and like weaning or starting salads was introducing um, uh, like purees or the baby rice or things like that. And just, I suppose, as um, 
technology has moved on and has allowed us to do different research into finding out what's the best way and you know the right things to start with and all of that sort of stuff and um, we've had a, a move to baby led weaning which is where the baby is actually in kind of control i suppose of what they put into their own mouths essentially and that is really where you give little kind of um, fingers of carrot and allow them to eat it themselves or give them little uh, florets of uh, broccoli or the, well the ideal for the baby led weaning is you know the tender stem broccoli which is kind of longer and thinner um, it's ideal to steam some of those and uh, give them uh, portions of that and so that's really kind of where the food is put down in front of the little one and they can bring it to their mouth themselves rather than spoons being shoveled into their mouth but then there's a lovely way which is a combined version so because again parents then also worry about are they getting enough food um and really it's all about you know allowing those oral motor skills to develop so that they can actually eat so by 12 months of age they'll have significantly developed they'll have their teeth and they'll be able to start to kind of um munch properly their own foods mm -hmm. so um a lovely combined way is doing puree and then pieces of the um yeah. fruit or vegetables uh, that uh, you're uh, giving them as well m mushing puree m mushing up the veg and the spuds that you have with your yeah with your own dinner, starting with virtual liquid and thickening it up as you go along. That was yes. the old way. Is that gone? Um, there's a bit more of a science to it now. <laughs> so, yes. Um, it, I suppose, in a way, I mean, like the idea it also, like for parents, is a bit of convenience too. So, you know, I always love to say, look, if you're doing some veggies and you're steaming them for dinner, do an extra few, you know, um, kind of put them into the um, little kind of the fingers uh, of the carrot and the batons, as they say, um, or, you know, whatever vegetables you're you're doing and uh, then use them then the next day for your little one or give it to them at that dinner and let them be able to uh, use the hand food themselves yeah. and then as you progress then and you introduce kind of um, so in terms of the that's the baby led but if you're talking about the puree then you're trying to increase textures as well so you know like you were saying, starting with the virtual liquid and thickening it up as you go. Um, but there is a, a little bit of a, a, I suppose, kind of a, a fear around that as well, about when do we introduce kind of meats or when do we introduce, you know, how how chunky can it be or um, that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, so I suppose that's the beauty of the baby led is where you're able to let them be able to spoon feed it into themselves yeah. eventually as they get a little bit older. Yeah. Um, like if they don't like or, it, if they don't like it, they'll spit it out. That was the old way. If they don't like it, they'll spit it out, or they'll plaster it down the wall. Do you know? Yeah, that's probably going to happen even if they do like it, to be honest. Because in, in my experience, you know, it's a very sensory thing. So lots of food ends up everywhere. And that's also maybe an Instagram myth that we should get rid of is that actually weaning is not pristine and clean. Oh God, it is a messy oh kind God, of process, no. you know. Let them enjoy it. Allow them to be wearing it. And, you know, let them feel the textures because it actually really is very sensory. 
Did you know, actually, that um, eating uses our eight sensory systems and uh, it's one of two activities that we do um, in our kind of world uh, that uses all eight sensory systems. Mm. So um, the other one is used to make babies. <laughs> so, But all eight sensory systems are used. So it, it really is very sensory, very tactile uh, experience. Mm. So it genuinely allow them to do that, to explore it. You know, if they want to mush, um, you know, kind of the carrot puree across the top of the um, high chair table, you know, let them, let them, them don't be worrying that's about having that's, to, let them off. That's exactly. clean dirt. That's clean dirt. Yeah. Clean, exactly. You know, yeah, it's learning dirt. The old natural instinct of a, of a child as well, when they pass a certain age, everything goes into the mouth. You can trick them. Yeah. If, if like, yeah. nice bright colours <laughs> of well-cooked bits of carrot or bits of broccoli, they'll put it into the mouth. Yeah. And they're like, well, that's nice. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, do you know, I, the, I suppose part of the thing is to visually, as you were saying there, is to make it interesting, but not, you know, again, going back to I've seen so many, you know, um, I suppose, uh, samples on Instagram where parents spend, like, it looks like hours creating like little pictures on uh, plates and giving it to them but it's all out of different types of food and stuff like that like I mean that's lovely but in the real world it's not something I mean it's great on Instagram I don't know there's not many parents that I would know or that would even be in my close circle that would have time to be able to craft all these beautiful things but like ideally for visual is not to overwhelm them with too much food on their uh, high chair table or on whatever weaning bowl or plate if you're using a bowl or a plate and you don't have to use a, a bowl or a plate yeah. but it's really smaller bits so that they kind of feel like oh my gosh you know I can manage this as opposed to oh god like that's way too much like yeah. not even going to try that like that's not happening you know if you only put down one or two pieces they're definitely going to explore those and try them and you can put some more down after that rather than putting down 20 pieces or half a bag of carrot batons and expecting them to be able to munch through all They'll of them. They'll be those, under the telly you know? and everything. Yeah. Is, is They'll it, be everywhere. Is it a fair rule of thumb then that once it's safe and that you wa you're watching for choking hazards, just let them yeah. learn it themselves? Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, from, from day dot, let them let them off and let them explore. And, uh, you know, a lot of kids have an aversion to a spoon because, um, I was just talking about this yesterday, because when you put the spoon in, uh, when you start weaning at around six months of age, they actually don't have the oral motor skills to be able to close their lips and make that vacuum, which is required to be able to suck food off a spoon, you know. And I don't know how many times you've seen kind of parents where they almost use their upper gums or their upper lip and they kind of rub the spoon off there yeah. to get the food off into the mouth and that can actually cause an oral sensitivity or when they you know a bit of food goes around the bottom lips and then they scoop the, the food with the spoon and then shove it back into their mouth again um, that's really very overstimulating and it can really cause a huge aversion to spoons so if you can preload a little spoon for them and leave it on the, the tray table 
and let them pick it up and put it into their mouth themselves. That actually really does set up um, spoon feeding for success as opposed to um, an oral sensitivity yeah. uh, in a way. So it's just, it's all about understanding, I suppose, where they are, where their oral motor skills yeah. are, and then allowing, working with that and allowing them to be in control. Can you imagine if you were out, you know, and you you dribbled some, some soup or something and then somebody reached over from the other side of the table to scoop the soup off your chin and put it back into your mouth you know like that's when you think about it that way it's, it's an <laughs> it awful kind of thing that we do you know it's just <laughs> and I, I sincerely hope the days of here comes the plane yeah god yeah. almighty I mean even a child must realise what is this Aegis doing yeah that can be <laughs> can be a bit of overkill um, the, the whole I suppose rationale around that is trying to maintain their focus but actually if, if you you know if you have screens away TV off um, you know kind of where they can actually just focus and you engage them with conversation and you're chatting and you're talking about colours and you know not kind of going oh my god you're amazing you've taken a spoonful you know literally just kind of go like oh this is so yummy and you know just engaging them that way as opposed okay. to here comes the airplane <laughs> Um, but, yeah, you know. and, the, and the airplane finds itself on the wall. I know. Yeah. In there, been there, done that, wiped down the walls. Yes, exactly. <laughs> all win good to uh, And bought a dog to, to use to clean up all the mess oh, on the floor. There's the trade secret. <laughs> there's the trade secret. And I take all the information the people need are, is on Cognikids. All win. Ed, weaning week coming to an end now tomorrow. But just that's that's precious part of a child's life. And you'll be wiping walls, and you'll be sweeping floors, and she's right. That is the time to get a puppy. Quartz 96 FM. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.